this is my second book. So somebody might be thinking, thinking, what? That doesn't make sense. Oh, sorry. Uh, and, and she's a bestseller fine. as well. Yes, no, I no, forgot. No. <laughs> yeah, so I just wanted to plug what um, the, the third book is. Literally, the second one, I co-authored a book. It was the Parkland oh. Anthology called The Blind Spot. Oh, wow. I didn't know. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. And um, in that anthology, I basically uh, detailed my upbringing and I basically teach the lessons um, that I received from that, um, from my experience growing up. So that's called The Blind Spot. And I don't know if you've heard of Lisa Nichols before. Oh, yeah. Yes. 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 On The Secret. Yes. You were speaking to the secret on the Oprah Winfrey show, and she, she described that story as phenomenal. So there's a uh, great learnings in um, in the blind spot. So um, yeah, that's available too on Amazon, as is the other books. The first one being she's got that vibe, and uh, now this book, the difference. Yeah, and I I noticed um, in, in the in the um, in the sort of beginning of the book, you know, yeah. That, that thing what um, Lisa Nichols said and I was like wow because you know mm-hmm. she is very um, you know she she is very much you know uh, a coach out there that everybody recognises and um, is, is very powerful personal development field mm, absolutely yeah so yeah. yes so sorry three books and um, this is the latest book and um, we are going to go through go, go through as much of it as um Valerie will allow, so we're going to get as much of the um, much as much of the um, secrets as we can from the book for you, and um, yeah, I'm sure you're going to be very happy, very very happy. So the NDBRW method. Mm-hmm. There's no difference between right and wrong. Um, so I know Imani that you've read you've read some of the book. I've read some <laughs> of the book. Yes. Yeah. Well, and, I'm um, going to have to go over it again because it's very deep. It is quite deep. Um, there's, there's a lesson in it called the lesson of the tree. Um, did you get to that part in the book at all? I think, is that where, is that, hold on. No, I don't, I, I think cause right. what I did was I, I was skipping around. So I did oh, see that chapter actually. Oh, okay, that's, that's not a problem because maybe I can just use that to expand on this message. Yeah, go ahead. Um, right, so... The difference is based on a true story. It's a it's a non-fiction book. Um, it's not fiction, and it's based on a spiritual revelation that I had in my early twenties. Um, so you can probably guess I'm twenty-one plus. Um, <laughs> I'm a grandmother. <laughs> I'm a daughter and a grandmother. So just know that I'm twenty-one plus. <laughs> I always say the same. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. And um, in my early twenties, I this was I start the book by basically describing my first recollection of a particular incident that had happened before, but I I start off from that point, and I'm sat in the office, and I'm I, at that time I worked for a company called Pen Thread in Stamford Hill and I would my job was to basically match colour um, thread thread colours to swatches of materials brought in from the client which is the you know the making of selling of clothes I was in the rag trade and so uh, the phones would always go off and you know I'd take the orders but when there was a lull in the orders um, you know I'd kind of like doze off or you know go into dreamland as you do yeah just kind of waiting for the phone to ring and I noticed I'd written these words on a notepad and the words were to know the difference between right and wrong and I was like why do I keep writing these words I I couldn't I couldn't really explain it and I really wanted to know what they meant but it was my first recollection of writing the words and so what happened is um I left that workplace and, you know, if I forward a few years later, those words would keep coming up. Every time I would be doing something and I'm distracted, you know, not really thinking of something consciously or daydreaming, the words would come up. I'd scribbled, I'd doodled it somewhere. And I just really wanted to know why do I keep writing this? Because it was coming from my subconscious, obviously. Um, 
and I, 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 I wanted to know. And um, unlike, you know, a lot of people on Friday night where they would go to the cinema, and, you know, it's Friday night, yeah. You know, for me, I was very, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, very wild. For me, I was very much on a journey of personal development and my, my mm. spirit. And so I was very much into seminars, um, you know, weekend seminars. And it was me and a notepad. And so this one particular weekend, while I was working um, with um, the 100 men, I was the only female while I was working in that environment. Hence, you know, that's why I got into coaching women on, you know, how to uh, relate to men in a romantic situation. I attended this seminar and I remember walking in through the door. Everybody was sat, you know, on the heavily, heavily carpeted rug in, in the hotel. You know how they can't really pretty. And I, and I sat there, no one was sitting on chairs at that point. And um, I just remember sinking to the carpet really quietly and thinking, wow, like this is really quiet. And it put me in a meditative state and that would kind of set the tone for the next few days. It was a very medi, you know, meditational type of experience. So on day two, I approached um, the coach because he announced a break and everybody left the room and I wanted to ask him a question <clears throat> because it is the questions that drive us, isn't it? When you think about life, you know, when you think about passion. <clears throat> so I went to the front of the room. He was talking to a lady. And if you imagine the room is set up seminar style, so you've got chairs to the left, chairs to the right, and aisle down the middle. So yeah. I, yeah, so I went and sat to the front of the room on the right-hand side, and I was just sitting there quietly, just tapping my feet, waiting for him to finish. And then all of a sudden, it was as if time suspended, and I heard the words as clear as I'm hearing my voice right now. And the voice said, there is no difference and it was said with such authority that i began to cry and, and the reason why I, I began to cry immediately i was looking around there was no one around me was because i knew it was the answer to those words i've written all you know all those years and so when, yeah. mm. and so when i connected it up together i was like i'm being told here that there's no difference between right and wrong Immediately, the other part of my brain kicked in and said, what do you mean there's no difference between right and wrong? Everyone knows that there is a difference between right and wrong. And so I'm thinking I'm going to solve this puzzle, but in fact, it opened the puzzle even more. Um, because I thought, how could I even share this revelation with someone if I couldn't even articulate it? And I felt like I'd been given a message um, from you know, divine intelligence but I didn't understand it. And um, what I decided to do, actually, it, it wasn't even a decision. I had no choice because it had already been put inside of me, this message. And what it did, it formed the filter through which I interacted with people and um, just the way that I viewed the world. So imagine, you know, like if you wear a pair of shades and you put it on, like if it's blue, shades, the world would look blue to you. Yeah, whatever lens you wear. So here I am wearing this lens that is saying that says there's no difference between right and wrong. And the way that that would translate is I would have a conversation with someone, and just at the point as uh, uh, where I'm thinking, okay, I don't actually agree with your point, and perhaps at that point where I would then engage in conflict to get them to agree with me. My brain would then say, there's actually no difference between right and wrong. So what it made me do is to drop any judgment that I had about their opinion and then now seek to understand where they were coming from, you see. Yeah. So it, it really, so people started to say to me, Valerie, I find you so calm to be around. And what I found is that because people were able to speak to me, they would say to me, how on earth did I just open up to you and just tell you so much about myself? And what I realized is that when when you, a person is, feels heard, in other words, they don't feel as if you're judging them, 
they 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 feel they feel heard and therefore they feel like they can open up themselves more you see and give more of themselves and so that's that's what was happening guys were saying it to me like women were saying very I've just shared so much I don't know how no and they would literally say to me how did you do that and I'd be like I don't know because but I wasn't consciously aware that I was doing it you see because it was like a seed that was in me so at that time when I heard the voice I became very um sensitive um to what I would now call spirit's voice mm-hmm. um in the scientific world they call it clairaudience an ability to things auditory um that other people cannot hear and the way it feels the only way i can describe the interactions because like every morning i meditate and i listen to the voice of spirit and whether you know it could be the day i could be walking through the park i could be on the bus i could be driving i'm very sensitive to the voice and what i call spirit and So what happened one day because I really wanted to understand that the spirit could look I you've given me this gift but how do I articulate this to the world how how do I how how do I share this and so in my daughter's bedroom there's a window just above her desk and outside of the window there's a tree and spirit said to me one day while I was actually working so do you see that you see that bench below the tree and i said yes and spirit said if you were sat on that bench looking up at that tree you would be adamant that that tree is above you and i said yeah of course and then spirit said but yeah if you're in the airplane looking down on the tree you would be adamant that that tree is below you and i said yes so spirit said to me which version of you is right and which is wrong and i said well we're both right and we're both from at the same time the only difference is literally my point of view our point of view and when yeah so when spirit told me that it blew me away because prior to that I'd been trying to unravel how can there be no difference between right and wrong like what what do you mean and um spirit would then begin to reveal in other ways or break down or unravel this 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 enigma that i had of trying to uh explain this truth because i knew it was a profound truth but i just didn't know how to how to explain it to someone and so in the book i break down how when you're wearing this filter how it affects how you interact with other people um how it makes you love yourself because when you believe there's no difference between right and wrong what it's really saying is don't buy into another person's perspective of who they think you are yeah yeah because yeah. often a person's perspective is based on their programming um it's based on you know you're born into a culture uh, maybe a religion you know what you see on TV it's what you know your parents tell you your teachers tell you these days what social media tell you and so you you form this identity and you think that that is who you are but that is not who you are you're actually a spiritual being that is having a physical experience but you're confusing your true identity with the programmed identity and so when someone to gives you their perspective you're actually really buying into that person's program and also as well when a person gives their perspective that is all it is is literally just a point of view and god's word tells us to lean lean not on your own understanding so i i began to really understand what that meant we can't lean on our understanding because there's only so much that we can perceive with our five senses you see there's a limit our five senses so you know for the listeners imagine if i held up my hand and you were looking at the back of my hand you can probably tell i'm black so you're looking at the melanated part of my hand and my hand is facing me and i can see you know that is lighter in color the part of my hand but 
that's all I can see with my five senses. But yet, you can see the other side of my hands. And you might say, well, actually, no, I can see brown. But just because I can see the lighter part of my hand doesn't mean that the brown part doesn't exist. So when I speak to people, it's always like, I appreciate your perspective. But, and I would like to seek to understand, because if I walked in your shoes and thought the thoughts that you thought and was programmed the way that you're programmed, I'd probably jump to the same conclusion or have the same perspective as you. So therefore, it really taught me to basically agree to disagree and to appreciate people um, from all walks of life and their, you know, and what they bring to the table. That's beautiful. I, I love that. Um, you know, I love that breakdown of um, the difference and um, how perspective is very important. Um, yeah. In in terms of, you know, when you, especially when you're having a conversation with someone, and when they mm. can understand where you're coming from, like you say about if you're above the tree of course there's a different and then if you're below it's it's very different where you know normally in life we will fight to the death of for our perspective no i'm right because this is how it looks from where i'm standing and the other person is over there saying no you're wrong (laughs) and you can imagine how this is why how wars and arguments and you know relationship breakdowns um occur because of yeah and family family, family for, yes. for, for years wow you know yes i spoke to a lady um a couple of months ago and she said um because i told her about you know the book uh, not and i told her about my experience and she said that one day she was having an argument with her husband and then afterwards she said anyway there's no difference <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh yeah and she said that just quelled the argument so there is that practical um, application. So, you know, so she did the NDBRW method on him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Between right and wrong. Yeah, yeah. So there's, a, yeah. And also as well, you know, like when I when I first received that message, I, one of the things, um, out of that message, the first book that I actually wrote was called She's Got That Vibe, which is the first one. And I remember um, sitting on the bed and saying, to, saying, look, God, there are so many coaches out there. How do I distinguish myself from other coaches? And Spirit said to me, I told you that there's no difference between right and wrong. And I was like, I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, what's <laughs> And then it dropped in my spirit, like literally dropped, oh, of course. You're to go and tell people, women are out there looking for Mr. Right, and I'm to tell them, there's no such thing as Mr. Right and Mr. Right. There's only your perspective. It's only how you see it. Because one man's poison, one man's poison is another food, isn't it? Yeah, you don't, you don't see things as they are. You see things how you are. You see. And, you know, as you just said there, with, with the whole relationship thing, you can see one person, like, you say we look at celebrities, you can see this kind of known, you know, so-called bad boy, you know, going through all the women saying, oh, you know, he's this way and that. And then this one woman comes mm. along and it's a totally different, you know, relationship. He's totally different. Um, yeah. And it, it's yeah. probably how she sees herself, how she feels about herself and what she yeah. will tolerate and what she won't tolerate. Yeah, yeah. And so therefore, you know, I always say you can never attract more than how you feel about yourself. So what she will see in him will be different from a woman who, you know, perhaps has been, um, had some kind of like more detrimental negative upbringing. And so therefore, or had a more uh, negative experience of, of so therefore she's expecting to see that in that person and sometimes when you're then expecting to see that in that person sometimes the person thinks well if you're going to think of me like that anyway even though they might not be usually that kind of person they say you know i'm just going to give you what you see because the person can only see 
as they are. It's that that lens as lens again, like what I mentioned. If I pick up a sh- pair of shades and, and I'm wearing blue shades, everything's going to look blue to me. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. In token, if I'm looking through a lens and thinking, well, you know, all men are liars, you know, all, all men are dishonest, <laughs> then what I'm going to single out through the lens through which I'm looking I'm, I'm looking through that is what I'm going to attract that's how the law of attraction works mm, you know? absolutely. because because that's the energy that you're wearing it's no different from say somebody um, wearing a red dress and they go out there and people that are attracted to the red dress will then say oh I like your red dress and they will step into her space so it's, 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 your energy is something that you wear and you will attract like energy that is complementary to the energy that you're projecting. Mm, yeah. I love that. It, you make- so it's like, yeah, so it's like before you and I have talked about, um, you know, like, for example, if a woman's wearing masculine energy, it's, it's like a coat. She, she puts it on and if she's wearing that, then she's going to attract effeminate men because the masculine because it's going to help her to feel more masculine yes yeah god's universe doesn't differentiate between what is uh doesn't say oh you know jennifer doesn't want to attract effeminate men i'm just going to respond to the vibration that she's actually putting out there yeah yeah no i love that Sorry, carry on, Valerie. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's, that's what I'm saying. It's, it, it, it's. Uh, we've got to stop. We've got to realise that we're the creators of our reality, and stop looking at ourselves as victims. Because once we start, if we keep looking at ourselves as victims, we actually give away our power. Oh God! Absolutely. To help them to embrace their power, and look, tell you like you are literally such a powerful being. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you only know how powerful your vibrations work. So all of the teachings from spirit, and we all have that spiritual side of ourselves. We're, we're, we are spiritual beings having a physical experience, but a lot of us, we identify ourselves as our body and we're not a body. We have a body and we have a mind. Um, you know, the the, the the mind is servant to the spirit and the body is servant to the mind. You see, they all they all work together. That's very, very true. Are you there? Mm. Oh. <laughs> yes, I, I totally agree. They all kind of work in, in you know, together for what we, we see out there. Yeah, yeah. And um, if we really identify that the fact that we are spiritual beings, um, you know, then we'll we'll just <laughs> recognise just how powerful we are. So I think really, really important that we understand how our vibrations work, how how powerful our feelings are. Feelings are emotions; they're energy in motion, and that's what you get. Whatever you focus on and you send your emotion behind it, that's what you're to attract. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I was going to ask you? I don't know if you have the book to hand because I was going to ask you a little way down into the um, interview. Can, do you mind reading a, uh, a small excerpt that you would like to share? Um, when you're when you're ready. I, I've got a question I need to ask you. And I, I think you're going to like this um, question because um, it relates to a special person in your life. So can you talk to us about the secret is in the I am? Oh, Yes, the secret is in that I am. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm paying attention. <laughs> um, did you want me to read an extract from that? or just That'd be nice. If, if you're ready, yeah, that'd be fantastic. Okay, let me just uh, rifle through. I'm going to just announce, just to let anyone who's just tuned in, I'm speaking to the beautiful Valerie Campbell, author of The Difference. She's written three books. She's a um, speaker. She's a radio person, personality, and she also is a coach, an uh, enhanced relationship coach. Are you ready, Valerie? Yes, Great. I am. <laughs> okay. Um, 
Right, so I've got a section here called um, Recognition of Your I Am's. And um, I think, yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna read this part. So, when you call on the I Am's that are not part of your conscious reality. Now, when I say I Am, I'm referring to your personality traits. So, if I said to you, Imani, to describe yourself, um, what, what what would you say? Just just maybe three characteristics that you are. Oh, you mean like in 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 general? Because um, I'm yeah. just going to say I'm spirit informed, but you want me to kind of say about my particular yeah, character just, traits? Yeah, just three, for example, just so the audience understand what I mean when I say oh, I am. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I think I'm easygoing. I'm mm-hmm. fun. Um, I'm quiet. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we all have our I am, the, the descriptions of our personality. And so when I say when you call on the I am's that are not part of your conscious reality, in other words, you resurrect them from a state of dormancy within you. So when you say I am, you are recognizing and you're announcing that part of God within you to show up and make itself known. And so by that, I mean, God is the great I am. He's an all-inclusive God. So any I am that you could possibly think of that is positive, uplifting, because God is obviously at the most highest frequency you could possibly imagine, God is love. Um, You're actually calling on the I am that self within you because you are created by God so therefore you are a goddess or a god because it's like a, a, a crumb a biscuit from a crumb the crumb still has the qualities of of the, of the biscuit so you are a creator I'm a creator so I wanted to um, give a stretch give an, um, an idea of how I've actually used the I am um, in the past so I'm just going to read this part here so I am bold so when I was in my early 20s I decided to stop being shy and I, and I recognised it didn't serve me and kept me small I declared inwardly that I needed to be bold and so God presented me with an opportunity to do so so I had a job interview and I practised the questions over and over, the mock questions, visualizing the answers, the questions I thought the interviewers would ask me. And I felt bold and confident in my answers. So on the day, it wasn't then surprising that I actually got the job. I could see it in their eyes. And so that was a manifestation of me using an I am. I am bold and then showing up as bold. And that's what happens. It's like when you say when you say I am bold, when I am and you add um, whatever characteristic trait you have after that, after those words, you're literally recognizing that within yourself and then you're affirming it. Because a lot of people might say they know about affirmations and sometimes they might have affirmations they think, this is not me. There's no way. Me, this is a lie. And so therefore, do you remember how, how important it is? Your feelings. Your feelings are the language that goes to So if you're thinking to yourself, this is a lie, this is not going to work. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not this. It's not going to, it's not going to, um, it's not going to materialize because your feelings is pushing it away. The very thing that you're wanting. But in this case, I was bold and I was confident and I believed that I was going to get this job. So therefore, the universe had to bring me an experience and a circumstance to enable that I am bold to manifest itself. So in that section, I did, I basically break down how important it is to use I am statements. And that kind of sprang from NDBRW, no difference between right and wrong, because it was one of the fruit of having that seed deposited on me. Because 
with NGBRW, a lot of people say, Valerie, how can you say that there's no difference between right and wrong? And they get caught up in that. But the thing is, is that when you plant a seed, like say you plant a seed for a rose bush, you don't focus on the seed, you focus on the, the fruit, you focus on the flower that comes up out of the seed. And from one, yeah, and one of and one of the flowers, or you know, or the rose bush, as it were, was the I am statements, because it enabled me to say, you know, what I'm not going to buy into your perspective who I am. You know, I'm not saying that your perspective is right or wrong, but I'm going to choose my own perspective, one that works for me. And the way that I do that is through my I am. You see how it's all connected. There, um, there, there was one that was a really long stretch for me. One of my IMs was I am an international speaker. And yeah, and I, I affirmed that within myself. I would read it every morning and I would feel it. I would feel as if I'm, I'm speaking to loads of people. And I was doing that every morning. So first of all, I recognized that I am in me and then I affirmed it with the feeling. Anyway, um, about four weeks later, this lady called me and she said to me, um, oh, Valerie, she said, uh, I I'm doing a radio show and um, I'd love, you know, the CEO is looking for more people to have their own show. Would you be interested? So I said to her, uh, okay, I'll, I'll do it. I said, what do I have to do? She said, just send in, just send in a, a sample of the show, uh, half an hour a pilot a pilot and I did that and once I once I did that he approved he approved he approved it and I ended up um, with a show now two years later where I have like 2.3 million streams a quarter wow. yeah but the, the, the amazing thing is is that it was only around six weeks in that it dawned on me, oh my gosh, I've become an international speaker <laughs> through this affirmation. Wow. But when you ask, the asking yes. is in the feeling and in the affirmation. But get, yeah, but don't get caught up in the how, how it's going to manifest itself. That's not business, yeah. That, yeah, that's not our business. That's that's the, for God's universe to uh, to. Wow. Yeah, and that, and and that's how you set an intention. So in my my formula, I've got a formula called um, well, the show is called the Secret Vibe, and the I part of the formula because it's vision, intention, beliefs, and expectation. The I part is all about setting an intention, and so when ladies come to me and they say to me, you know they're looking for a guy, and I say, what kind of guy do you want? I want somebody really fit, you know, he's got washboard abs, you know, this sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. And then when I dig deep, I say, right, tell me why you want those, you know, why is that? And they say, well, because I want to feel protected by my man, you know? I want to feel like I can depend on him. I want to feel like, I want to feel his strength. It all back to how they want to feel and so what then happens is that inevitably someone shows up in their life and often in a package that they didn't even begin to imagine you know look completely different from how they imagined the person to be but yet they made them feel the way that they wanted to feel yeah, yeah. yeah. and that is the end goal isn't it it's, it's yeah. the way we feel you know, that's the, yeah. it's the feeling that we're really after. Yeah. Feelings are a language. I always mm -hmm. say that to you. It doesn't matter your colour, your creed, your height, where you are in the world, if you're living under a rock, everyone can feel. And that is how God responds to us because it's a language. He feels your vibration. Absolutely. And, and that's mm. why when we... When we make our requests, we should have that feeling uh, alongside it. Or otherwise, you know, it's it's like it's like turning off that, you know, turning down the bass or the yeah. volume. And um, this is why sometimes people don't feel that um, their requests are being answered. 
they haven't put enough of their their feeling which is who they really are yeah but what they actually do is they change their focus um you see the way that the way the world is is i like to describe it as as plasticine the only way i can describe it Um, of of play-doh even so we look around us and we can see space well we can't yeah but we know it's there and in that space there's vibrating molecules it's vibrating really 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 fast and we can like that plasticine we can actually put an impression on that plasticine and create a form so that's why you have to focus on what you want if I, if you wanted to, if I gave you some plasticine right now and you wanted a little, you know, a little uh, man out of the plasticine. <laughs> yeah, in your mind, you're going to focus on, okay, here's a head, here's a leg, and here's... You want to focus on what you don't want. Because, because then nothing's going to materialise. What does I don't want mean? You see? Yeah, so you have to focus on what you want. You have to press your intention on this plasticine around us, which is invisible. Um, and that's where this concept of there's no difference comes from, because it's, there's not, it's not even that there's no difference between right and wrong. We, we are all one. We're all one. So if you think of a cup, a cup was created out of the formless. So the formed is the formless and do you, do you see what I'm saying? It's, it's just so it's the way when we press our idea it, an idea is a spiritual thought the spiritual aspect always comes first you then press that on the plasticine around us and it conforms to the idea that you have pressed on it and if you think about it persistently enough it now manifests in the physical you see but you must always keep focusing on what you want. Never complain. And the reason that people complain about, oh, I'm not getting this, I'm not getting that, is because they're using the wrong language. Because if you use, you, if you use language that is anti what you want, the feeling, the feeling that you've got is, this is not going to work. Your feelings are a language. And the universe says, your wish is my command. I'm going to give you more reason to feel that way. So if you, you feel see? confused, if you feel confused yeah, so you're going to have confused manifestation. Yeah. Exactly. So if you're feeling disillusionment, the universe doesn't judge. It doesn't think, oh, she doesn't really want that. <laughs> it says, your wish is my command. I'm going to give you what you're giving me. Mm. You see? I'm going to give you what you'll give me. What, what you you reap, essentially, what you've sown. So here you go, and that and that and that and, that, and that's how it works, you know. No, totally, totally, totally um, agree with you. Love that analogy as well. Um, mm. And I wanted there was something else. I wanted. I actually wrote, wrote it down. It was a quote that you had there. Um, but it also coincides with this, where you say um, it's a wis- it's one of your wisdom keys. And can you, before I ask you this, can you explain the wisdom keys? I, and I love it after each chapter or each portion, it's, it's, see each. Really, yeah, can you explain? So what I've done is um, after each chapter, I've drawn out one single wisdom key out of that chapter because there's, there's something I want you to learn. So it's like, for, you know, for example, it's, it's the questions that drive us, isn't it? That, 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 that's one of them. And when you think about it, you know, we're born with skills, talents, um, uh, well, not necessarily skill, maybe a talent and a, a ability. Um, and those skills and those talents there's a question in your mind. You might be thinking, why do I feel like I just want to sing? You, you know, or, I feel so attracted to to playing the violin. It's, it's this question that drives us. And then it, that question then 
causes you maybe to say to your mum and dad, you know what, I'd really like a violin, or I've seen, you know, this pair of ice skates in, in, in the catalogue, can, can I get them? Or the parent notice the child has a certain aptitude for something, you see. And it's that question within the child, the question is different from for each and every one of us. That is what leads us to our purpose. You see, sometimes people mix up purpose and their skills, talents and abilities. But what they don't realize is that your skills, your talents and your abilities were given you to serve your purpose. You see, um, we've all got, we've all got, I like to use the word actually function as opposed to purpose because the way I see it, we're all one. We're all like jigsaw, we're all like jigsaw pieces in a puzzle. And what I'm good at, you may not be so good at. Do you understand, Imani? Yes. And so therefore we would fit together as, as, as on a jigsaw piece. Your you what I'm is your strength. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I'm a solution to my problem and I'm a solution to someone else. So we're all designed with our level of understanding in our particular field to all fit together for a, a particular purpose and that, that's why it's good for people to collaborate on okay. things have different perspectives and appreciate the different perspectives on 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 things on projects you know they say it's the uh, teamwork that makes the dream work don't they that's so true as well yeah you can't, you can't do it alone. Yeah, you, 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 know. you can't. Yeah. We, weren't, yeah. we, weren't, we weren't designed um, to actually lean on our own understanding. We literally were not. With our perspective and a narrow perspective at that, it's, it's, it's a, a very narrow. Yeah, we can't speak yeah. Exactly. Compared to what God knows in his infinite wisdom, he who created galaxies, it's like. He's designed us in a way that we have to lean on him. Yeah, so that's why in the mornings I'll wake up, you know, and I, I, I promise God that my first hour I will give to him in the day. So I don't no mobile phone, no checking WhatsApp. Or <laughs> and it's like I, I'm taking my spirit from my guidance from God's spirit who sees and knows all things because he's everywhere at the same time. How can I live my own understanding of the situation? And so once you know that, that all you have is a perspective and all that someone else has is a perspective, it, it frees you, you know? It frees you to take to take direction from the most high, from high, from higher intelligence. Um, and that's, that's how I like to live my life. And I think people need to wake up and, and and live their life that way as well and find into other people's perspectives of who they think they are like who are who are you you're you're created in god's image you're, you're, you're all powerful and when you realize how your vibrations work you're like wow you can you can create whatever you want and that's where the magic is and that's such a, mm -hmm. what you know what people are really looking for yeah 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 People are trying to. People are wanting to find themselves. They, it's like within themselves. They know there's more. Oh yes. They, they know there's more, but it's like, what is that? What is that more? And I believe that the people listening to this call or who this message, when you send that, it will go to the people who are actually asking those questions, because you attract people out there. Yeah, you will reach the right ears. Um, that you know who when you ask the question you will you because like I say wait when you ask you will receive so when you ask mm -hmm. the right question for you you will definitely yeah. receive what yeah. I want to ask you there's two portions here there's um time to bow out of the opinion of others and the mm -hmm. quote that I found earlier on when you are immune to the opinion to the opinions of others, you will avoid being the victim of mindless suffering. Uh, Don Miguel Ruiz. Yes, because that is so true. A lot of our suffering is in yeah. our head, and you know Absolutely. opinions what people say, and we internalize it, or it's already within us, and other and <laughs> others are kind of 
you know, mirroring it back to us. Can you talk to yeah. us about the suffering that we put upon ourselves? Yeah, I mean, and, and, and this is it. It's like, again, like what I was saying, you're buying into people's perspectives. You're trying to live up to their idea of who they think you should be. And that's all it is. It's just a point of view. That's all they've got, <laughs> you know? Why are we and so scared, though? Up. Why Why do we let these points of view that don't even belong to us, that aren't even real? Because they don't, because they don't know any different. Ah. They don't. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're responding to their programming. They've been taught to rely on other people's perspectives. They've been taught to people please. Mm. You know, uh, they've, they've, they've been taught in the classroom. You know, you'll be a good girl or good boy mm. if you don't do this and if you don't do that. So you've been taught to buy into other people's opinions, and then when you know when they don't agree with you, then you can then become a victim of mindless suffering. You see. But, you know, NDBRW is, is, is the bridge that stops all of that. It's like it allows you to just release yourself from other people's perspectives and to just stand strong and think, you know, what? I'm going to cho choose this point of view because it actually serves me. You see, it serves, it serves a greater purpose. Why I'm here. Yeah. And, and, and that's what it's all about isn't it Valerie it's like in the end when you understand or when you come to that awakening it's about you know literally casting off all the things that does not serve the greater purpose and only including those like you said you know you meditate every morning you make sure that you know that first hour you can you uh -huh. have that relationship with the creator yeah. uh -huh. um, before you go out and you connect with others yeah I mean, and it's throughout the day. I mean, it's just, when I say the first hour, it's just that that is a time that I've promised. But throughout the day, something might happen. I think, spirit, what do you, what do you think about this? It's my best friend. Your, 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 your highest self is, should be your best friend. It's, you're not speaking negatively about yourself. Or if you do, it's like you're able to kind of catch yourself back and think, oh, why, did I, why am I thinking about myself like that? Or... I, I forgive myself. I mean, even even this message, it plays into forgiveness. Um, you know, like, when you think about forgiveness, you only, you only deem a person as needing forgiveness because you've judged them as doing something wrong. But when you drop, then what, 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 then what is there to forgive? There's, there's, there's nothing, isn't it? You, you, you let let go of it, and all that's left then behind is for truth mm -hmm. um, to 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 kick in, because it's truth. God is truth, and so you rely on therefore God's spirit directing you in regard to that situation, because you know that you're only judging it from again a limited understanding, your narrow perspective. Um, exactly. Yeah. And, and yeah. I think that one of the reasons why I feel, you know, things can things can get lo things can load up inside of us, inside of people, is because I think when you you know when we live in this really fast paced world, people can just keep going and going and going and forget to look within and then mm. start releasing. And so a lot of things pile up and I feel what I've been hearing from people since um this lockdown year that we've had a lot of people mm -hmm. have had time to reflect. They've had time to really think about, yeah. you know, this job mm -hmm. that I've been doing for five years, ten years, twenty years. Is it really, you know, is it really serving me, or, you know, these people, or this person, or? Um, but I think when we're just going and going and going, um, our baggage, you know, is is there with us. And when you have time to relax, this is why I think when people go on holiday, they tend mm -hmm. to offload so much and come back, you know, and all the things that they were trying to sort out before, you know, get sorted so quickly because they're, yeah. you know, they're just kind of going with the flow. Yeah. It's, 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 um, it's allowed people time to be still. You know, sometimes you go in the underground and you just see people walking like robots fast in all these different directions. You know, they're just like, you know, they're like the hamster, aren't they, on the... 
they just they just do 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 do. But I think, yeah. 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 Mm. But the, the especially the earlier months of this year, it allowed people to to actually be still and yeah. for them to be still and to start looking at things from a different perspective. Um, perhaps something that they hadn't really had the opportunities to do before. Well, no one's had the opportunity to do it before in this particular way. Yes, like that when we go on holiday, but this was like it forced us to kind of look within. Um, yeah, so um, you know, and I think one of the one of the biggest problems that we have um, on this planet is that we perceive ourselves as separated, and 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 we're not separated. We're we're all one. We're all, we're, we're all formed from the formless, but we're made from the same stuff, you know. It's, it's like when you think of an ice cube, um, it, you know, an ice cube is water when you heat it up, you know. The water is still made from the cube, when the, when the water is heated up, it turns into steam. And, and, and you can't, these, these different modalities, they're all made of the same stuff. So when you look at a bowl of ice cubes, they appear to separate because their physicality, yeah, they're all connected, all made of the same stuff. And that becomes very evident when it's melted, when it's shed in physical form. You can see that it's liquid. And that's, that's what we are. We're all spirit. But we have, have this physical form. So we, we point at others and we say... This person's done this to me, or that person's done this to me, or I don't like this one. But what you're actually saying is, when you do that, you're actually saying, well, I don't like myself, because that person is you. You're, you're, you're all one. And that is why you reap what you sow. <laughs> because you're doing it to yourself. You know? when, you give, when you give, I don't know if you've ever had that, that, um, that experience in money, where you give to someone, receive from someone else, completely yes, different all the time. Something that, yes. something that you needed at that time yeah. So yeah but if you're not observant of that fact then you'll miss it right. so when you give the moment that you give you receive That's right. it, 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 it is one it's one because we are one it's like the moment that you say yes to something you say no to something don't you at the time the, the moment that you say that something is up, you're also saying that. The moment you say that something is left, you're saying that something is. The moment you're saying that something is right, you're saying that something is wrong. It, it's we're all. It's all one. It's all. It all depends on how you see it. Yes, and that's essentially what the, the, that's essentially what the difference is about. There is yeah. no difference. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, there, there, there is no there, there is no difference. Um, even think about cause and effect. The only reason why we say cause and effect is because we're talking about internal and external. We're thinking about physical bodies. But if you're spiritual, there is no cause and effect. It's one. You see? So, so, so God is one. God doesn't have an opposite. Everything is one. Everything is connected. Mm. Absolutely. And, um, yes. Uh, yeah, it's quite a deep book. <laughs> a lot of people have said to me, Valerie, I've actually had to read it twice. Yeah, I um, think it's one of these. Yeah. It's written in such an easy way, though. Um, I in terms love of, the way yeah. it's laid out. Absolutely. You know, it's one of those that you just want to go into it because it's such a beautifully laid out book. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. it's not one of those books where you look at it and you think, oh, God, you know, the. the yeah. The, the print, the format, the, the whole t- t- um, type set is, is really yeah. lovely. Yeah. Yeah. And what did you think of the front cover? I, Again, didn't, I really like it because, you know, it actually says, it actually shows you. And there's nothing <laughs> more powerful than visual, you know, because obviously yeah. you've got the different the difference in words as the title. But then when you mm. look at the image, it's like, oh, there is no difference. Ah, and there you go, mm. and that's the answer. <laughs> that's the answer. Yeah. So, and then, and then there's also it's like, well, I can't, I can't see any difference. What is the difference? 
And so then you turn it around because you want to know what the difference is. And um, and there it is telling you that it's the questions that drive us. It's the question that brought you here. Just as she did. What what is the difference? And so therefore you want to look into the book to then find out um, uh, what, what, what the difference is. So every part of this book was designed um, by um, by spirit. And I was literally just the vessel that was used to, to bring it into um, manifestation. It's um, it, it's also it's like it's a work. You know, there's um, sections there where you can, um, you know, especially like with the um, wisdom keys, and there's sections mm. there to, you know, like a workbook that you can um, work yeah, on. The, you know, um, certain key yeah. areas that you want to. Mm-hmm. Tell me, who's this book for? Who is it for? Yes, it is for people who really want change. In fact. The very first book answers that question. It says, this book is for you. If you want to let go of pain and conflict and see a world of peace, love, joy. And it said, it's the contents of the difference is applicable to both your personal and your workplace life. As the work of mindfulness becomes more recognized, the solutions to the following statements becomes all the more apparent. So... It's you want answers to the questions that deeply drive you. You seek to know your real identity. You seek to understand the deeper mysteries of your spirituality. You recognize that you want healing. You want to elevate your self-esteem and self-love to become more confident. You want lightness of well-being to increase your productivity instead of anxiety, depression and stress. You want confidence to overcome bullying, peer pressure, and intimidation. You want to forgive. That's a big one, isn't it? That traps them in that of, of pain. Um, you want to know why love seems to elude you. True love. Um, you're afraid to voice your wants. That's a big one. People are afraid to voice their wants. They don't. They think that their opinions don't matter. Um, you need healing from abuse in all its forms and need self-acceptance to stop the pattern of self-sabotage. And I'm sure there's many more ways in which people are going to come to me and say to me that it's helped them in, in, in a particular area that I haven't even possibly imagined. Because, again, this is my perspective. Um, you know, like I said, um, the spirit, spirit wrote the book. Oh, and he knows, he knows the target audience of the book, so I'm just watching it unfold. I'm literally the messenger. <laughs> wow. So, you know, this is your third book, and, um, you know, you've delivered so much wisdom to, to people, to women, you know, ab- about their sort of relationship and their life goals. And... Mm-hmm. Um, what would you like to what would you like to see say this book where, where would you like to see this book who how would you like to see this book um, go out into the world I would like it's my my mission to literally get as many distribution channels as I possibly can in my lifetime that's left <laughs> to see the person that receives this book um, I think it's a life-changing and it's a transformational book. I really, really do. And um, I feel it's it's my purpose. This, this, this is my purpose to get the message, the content of this book out. And um, it, it is a controversial message when people hear it at first, you know, there's no difference between right and wrong. And, and they have to onto that. You know, there is no difference between right and wrong, you know, da 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 and the thing is, I'm not saying that there isn't a difference between right and wrong. I'm talking about perspectives. You see, what you may call right, the other person may call yes. wrong. And it's about, yes. Yeah, it's about fruits of allowing that to flower up inside of you and allowing it to change, change your view. It's very surprising the way that it happens because you, it, it's... It seems illogical that a message like that can actually um, change you. 
Um, it's, it's available on my website, and um, if it's purchased on my website, there's also a workbook that comes complimentary with it as well. And it's only workbooks only exclusive on my website with that. And can you tell the listening audience your website and any sort of contact details that you might have? Yeah, it's uh, ValerieACampbell.com and um, it's uh, it's available on the front page. As soon as the, soon as the website comes up, um, you'll see the book available on the front page to purchase. And even if you do have a copy on Amazon, if they email me um, at Campbell or... Actually, if they there's a contact page on my website, you'll just see at the top contact. They can just uh, if they can send me proof that they've actually purchased the book, um, mm-hmm. I'll send them a complimentary workbook that goes with it as well. Oh, that's mm-hmm. wonderful. Yeah, that's really wonderful. So, mm-hmm. um, what I want to ask you now is: there anything you want to leave with the the audience? Oh yeah, I want you to. Can you um, the what the I am? One of the reasons why I brought up the I am is because how it relates to your precious oh, little brand yeah can you can you tell people about that before we go to the next bit yes 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 um so my my granddaughter um i've dedicated the book to my granddaughter you know because it's about leaving a legacy isn't it for the next gen yes and uh, my granddaughter's name is mia and so i've written here for my granddaughter mia my little angel <laughs> so she shall know that i am is not just in her name but also in her aim and um, you'll notice that um mia is an anagram of i am yes. and also the word aim as well wow. so I'll literally be so focused in her life and don't focus on what she doesn't want just just you know <laughs> take the time that given and, and just be driven in her purpose so that's me leaving a legacy because I felt that if someone had told me that in my younger years can you imagine wow I would love that yes yeah so that's what I'm teaching her she's four oh so (laughs) she's four and um yeah she's 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 amazing She's, she's absolutely gorgeous and I'm just trying to instill as much wisdom in her before I actually leave, <laughs> leave this planet. I'm sure you've got a long time before you move, leave the planet, but certainly I <laughs> can imagine all that wisdom that's pouring into her from you. Because obviously, when we speak to you here, you always leave yeah. us full, you know, with the wisdom. So she is a blessed little um, little little angel, as you as you call her in the uh, book, Maya. Yeah. Say hi, Mia. Just say hi. Hello. Hello, is that Maya? Hello. Hello. She's active. Oh, she's gone shut. (laughs) Oh, bless. Just always thinking, who's that on the other end? I'll I'll tell her my name. Maybe that might help. My name's Imani. Hi. Hello. How did I know that would help? How are you? You sound absolutely adorable. I've seen the photo as well, and you are absolutely beautiful and adorable. I and mean, we were just talking about you and how wonderful you are. And your mummy's name is Imani as well. <laughs> and your mummy's name is Imani. Oh. Say bye. Is there anything mm-hmm. to you? Nice bye. speaking to you, Maya. Bye-bye. Bye. Speak to you soon. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yes. yes. So as you yeah. can see, um, Valerie, um, Valerie's little angel that she dedicated this beautiful book to, and um, her beautiful little angel has just spoken to us there. So, <laughs> Valerie, please, please again and let people know how they, where they can get the book, how they can get the book. Any, if they want to contact you personally, where are you hanging yes, out on social media? Yeah. So as you know, I specialize specialize in the area of dating and. Mm. Women, I help women fix their feminine energy, <laughs> um, get out of their masculine energy, and, and uh, their ideal partner, and um, you know all issues around dating and courtship. And I do that through a formula called the Vibes Formula, which is vision, intention, belief, expectation, and sustain. So there are any women who you know think listen i am i just acknowledged through this uh, message today i am actually the common denominator i'm not a victim 
uh, reach out to me and you can reach out to me at valerieacampbell.com forward slash call booking. So that's called forward slash call booking or um, via my website via the contact form. Um, and if there's any other, um, you know, any other uh, requests, again, through the contact form on my website. And mm-hmm. what I also wanted to say is that Valerie will be coming back on the 15th, Monday, the 15th on um, 6.30 to do a Valentine's special. So she's going to do it. Yeah, you're coming to do a Valentine's yes. whole couple. Yes. Of, yeah. Um, yeah, so, we'll do the, the dating and courtship side of things. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you are interested in your love life area and dating and all these wonderful things, you know, join us on the 15th of February um, Val- um, Valerie m- probably will be back I'm sure in January but I just thought I'd meant because you just mentioned about the relationship area of your work um, mm-hmm. I just thought I'd let people know that you're coming back to to talk to us then as well yeah Valerie is there anything you want to say before we wrap up this segment anything you want to leave for the just, listeners just remember, just remember um, your feet are a language your feelings are a language and um, start start thinking about that start thinking about what sort of feelings you're sending out be conscious of the thoughts that you're thinking is it negative or is it positive is it serving you is it uh, is it, how is it creating that plast scene around you because we are creators so that would be my last um, message to the folks <laughs> mm. So, yeah. wow, so thank you. And it's lovely speaking to little Maya as well. And, oh, um, I'm yes. sure, you, yeah, so... She's not be that shy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> she's probably just wondering, oh, but who are you talking to? Yeah, um, exactly. Oh, bless you. Yeah. So, Valerie, thank you so much. And um, I'm loving the book. And um, I think by the time we next speak, I will probably finish the book and probably have some more questions for you. Um so I'm sure you. I hope hope you'll be able to come back in January and we can talk about it further. Um, yeah, absolutely. yeah. Great pleasure. Oh, bless uh, you. So all right, keep up the so great much. work. Thank you so much for being our guest again, and um, love your you know love your work, love your energy, and um, look forward to speaking to you again very very soon. Thank you so much. Love you lots. Love you lots, and lots of hugs thank to Maya as well. Oh, thank you, Valerie. <laughs> Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.